0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, December 2nd, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes, 30 Under 30, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. the best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the engaged one at Tim Gettys. Let's him host. Ho, ho, host.
1: There you go. There you go. I had to to backtrack a bit. Um, I have two things things to say to you, Greg. Sure. One is uh, I simultaneously thank and hate you for getting Sweet Caroline stuck in my head this morning. No problem. No problem. And it'll sure to be there for the rest of the week.
0: What happened is I was on the phone with Citibank Mm -hmm. to try to figure out why the company card keeps getting declined, probably Mm -hmm. because we're out of money. And then my AirPod fell out of my ear and disconnected me from the call and started playing Sweet Caroline. And I was like, Mm -hmm. man, this is a step up from Citibank's hold music, which was nothing because I was just in silence. Well, there you
1: go. There you go. The other thing is, so you're wearing your Santa suit for for audio. If you're an audio
0: listener, you need to turn it on right now. Or go to my Instagram. I'll put up an Instagram of it. But I'm in the
1: Santa suit, and I I will say though, it's like in real life, it definitely looks like a Santa suit. I don't know how much it plays on camera. We had a debate of whether or not you need the hat. I don't. Do I need the hat, Barrett? Do I need the hat?
0: It kind of just looks like a red suit. I'm gonna say yeah on the hat. Really? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Kevin, we need you to go dig in the costume closet and find the Santa hat. Thanks, buddy. Now, also, how good does my junk look right now? So good. Right, look at how good my thighs you got, you look. Got my good legs junk. look. You got good junk. True story. Of course, this is our first time on camera in quite some time, so you have to. We got to get it out. We got a lot. Of, Greg's mm-hmm. got a lot of Greg built up in him, if you know what I mean. You know, I'm ready to go Pow, right across the oh wall my with God. it. Please don't hit me in the eye. Um, I had a dream. You're gonna love this dream mm-hmm. too. Had a dream over the break that accidentally, <laughs> <laughs> accidentally, showed <laughs> my kind dick of funny on Twitch Acc- is later. Accidentally showed my dick on Twitch. Yeah. And let me tell you, it was one of those, like one of these moments where you of like, woof, of like the dick looked good at the time. Well, was it? Was
1: it your dick or was it a dream dick? Because oh, when dick. I dream was about my dick. my dick, it's a different dick.
0: Oh no, no, I'm I'm fine. No, I'm fine with my dick.
1: Don't worry. Yeah, I'm fine with my dick too. But my dream dick is really fucking big. All right. So
0: now, is it pulling it off? Now,
1: now is now you want it? Now it's clear. Yeah. All right. Cool. Because like, it's not that the other one wasn't Santa. Like obviously it is, but it also kind of had a Bane look to it.
0: Okay, I understand. You yeah, I mean? no, the big puffy thing is like yeah. I'm gonna come out and be like, yes. exactly, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you more about my dream dick later (laughs) on Kind of Funny Games. uh, No, Kind of Funny Podcast. That's what it is. Whatever. Because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Today we're talking about Link being in Mario Maker, Kojima on Death Stranding 2, and you might have to pay for Final Fantasy VII right now because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can go there. Give us your questions, comments, concerns, everything under the video game sun. Then tune in live. Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Live. live, 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 You can watch us record the show, see all the screw-ups we make, all the things we edit out later. You can also keep us honest. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you, it's Cyber Monday. Whoa. You don't well, like what fucking lasers be? and shit, and like yeah. you're hacking and you're doing cyber sex. Um, Lawnmower Man remember that uh, if you go to kindoffunny.com slash store right now everything's on sale 25% off you can wow. get in there get a whole bunch of good stuff get the yeah. brand new hat get the brand new kind of funny sweater that's the first sweater well, we've dope. ever put up that looks like adult it's sweater. adult clothing it is not just Andy put a graphic on a t-shirt that he worked really hard on this is like, hey, you can,
1: you want to go? You can wear this, this to This is P-. someone else put a graphic on a sweater. But this is like, hey, I got sweater. a PTA
0: meeting. I can wear this. You Holy know what I mean? It hey, is. grandma's birthday or grandma's funeral. I can wear this. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it looks like. Multi-occasion it's a, sweater. It's a sweater that like is an adult sweater that you can wear on many an occasion. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? Christmas morning. You put a shirt and tie under that. You can go anywhere. People are going to, man, this guy sells real estate, and he knows what's up. <laughs> I'm excited to be back. <laughs> uh, also, thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed Mohammed. Today, we're brought to you by Hymns, Tipsy Elves, and Manscaped. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Four items on the rope report. A biggish <laughs> dozen. That been building up inside of you two? Nah, I've been good. That one hit me in the eye. Have you been naughty though? Yeah, because I'm making a list, Barrett. Oh I yeah. For list. everybody wondering at home, this is a very this is a similar to the the Halloween suit mm. where every day in December I will wear this at least the suit jacket. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess the hat now too. The hat and the suit jacket. They're necessary. confirmed every time. Yeah. Anybody correct. who guest hosts, Imran Khan. Maybe somebody else in here who's a surprise for this week. Guess what? You got to do it. Those are the rules. You don't like it? Oh, the Hit rules. the fucking bricks. Good you know rules. what I mean? Good I'll rules. fire you like I fired Jared Petty and Andrea and Danny. Get rid of them all. You know what I mean? <laughs> I Number one on the Rope Report: Mario Maker is getting an update. There, Super Mario About Maker Two, damn of course, time, and it's got Miller. the one and only hero of time, Link, in it. Uh, of course, a tweet went out that read this: "A free content update for Super Mario Maker Two arrives." They said five twelve because it was you know European. We're back on our side of the pond. We have to say it anymore. December 5th, including new course parts, a new mode, and the Master Sword. The official press release reads like this After downloading the Ver 2.0.0 update, the new Master Sword item will be available to use exclusively in the 8 bit Super Mario Bros. style. When this new course part is picked up, Mario will transform into Link, equipped with a new set of moves like attacking with a sword, shooting arrows, and dropping bombs. In the recently launched The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening game for Nintendo Switch, Link encounters familiar characters from the Super Mario games like Piranha Plants and Goombas. But this time, Link is joining a Super Mario game in Super Mario Maker 2. Transforming into Link using the Master Sword opens up a whole new world of design possibilities for creators. Using his arrows, Link can shoot far-off switches that Mario would normally not be able to hit. His new down-thrust move with the sword will will defeat usually protected enemies like the spiked covered spineys. And with bombs, some of the walls that would normally be impassable by Mario and friends can easily be blown up. In addition to link, the update also adds more course parts and enemies, as well as the new Ninji. Am I saying that right? Speedruns. Sure. Oh, okay. I thought you. Knew, I thought this no. was some Mario deep lore guide. No, it's not Mario. Uh, perfect for players looking for a challenge. Uh, here we go. With the, the additions. all right? Dash block available in the Super Mario 3D World style. The dash block course part gives Mario a major speed burst when stepped on. Frozen coin. These coins are surrounded by a block of ice and can only be released if melted by fireballs or other sun fire elements, including a certain angry sun. P block. When a P switch is hit <laughs> in the course, invisible P blocks temporarily turn into hard platforms or vice versa. <laughs> uh, hit yeah. my P switch. Oh my god, let me hit my P block real quick. You know what I mean? Spike. This classic enemy coughs up massive spike balls and launches them at Mario. If used in the snow environment, Spike will toss out snowballs instead. In Pokey, the iconic static <laughs> What's wrong with Pokey, Greg? Did it make you think just, of your old turtle? It's just Pokey, of course, but then just Pokey, the iconic stacked cactus. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, Pokey. It is. Well, we you all know, know exactly what he's talking we about. We all know and his name is Pokey, the iconic stacked cactus from multiple Super Mario games. joined Super Mario Maker 2 for the first time. Players can even edit the height of each Pokey. And <laughs> the new Ninja Speed Runs mode, players can take on a timed uh-huh. challenge in courses opera- created by Nintendo exclusively for this mode. Other players, Ninja Ghosts, will run alongside players as Ninja they Ninja comp- are the like. Now that I see it. I get it because I also didn't know the they're names. little ninjas. ninja's I they're, get it. They're, right? they're
1: the guys from Mario Two.
0: From oh, Mario okay. Uh, are they the, are the iconic? Characters there are The from, iconic assuming, yeah, ninjas, yeah. yeah. Uh, the ninja ghosts that appear are selected from player data at a similar performance level, so players can gradually improve their performance by running the course alongside other players' ninja ghosts. Players can also collect stamps by clearing courses and redeem them in-game to get special Mii costumes. Each ninja speed run event will run for about a week, with new courses distributed periodically. During the event, players will be ranked by their playtime in that course. <laughs> Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. The Iconic Me and you are on three
1: shows today, Greg i am just built up I'm not allowed to be this way with my
0: wife Now here I am talking about Pokey the Iconic <laughs> 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 Oh, players can still run the cars alongside Ninja Ghost and collect stamps Even after the event period has ended mm-hmm. Hey man this sounds like an awesome update. This is
1: awesome. I just watched the the trailer, like skimming through it to see all the link stuff. Like, it's uh, there's a lot of versatile things that are in here. Yeah, yeah. Like with the arrows, it's not just shooting straight. Like you can aim it diagonally and stuff too to be able to collect the different things to unlock the keys, as we sure. are very familiar with in our uh, kind of funny paper. Hollywood Hellscape. Hollywood yeah, oh, Hellscape. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. I wish we had gotten this every month for the last six months.
0: Would you rather this be? In a perfect world, would you rather this update have been drip-fed to you where you're getting like, all right, ninja courses are in this month, and then Link is in this month, and then this yeah, is in this month? Maybe just because I feel like that,
1: that type of... Mario Maker Two, I feel, would be best suited Mario Maker in general with constant updates that are bringing you back in with reasons that are, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although always, it's almost out of my should system. Have gave me the pokey. It's almost out in, of my in, system. You know, July. Uh, no, but I feel like the the link stuff is really exciting. That changes the yeah. game. It opens it up. It's going to create a whole bunch of new types of of courses, right? Yeah. But I wanted to see a lot more of that. Uh, Where it could be, this could be the opening salvo, right? It Where can- we're going to get more things. Nintendo's in such a weird place with the Switch and with DLC. Where at the end of the Wii U life cycle, I feel like there was a time where they were first dabbling with their their proper console DLC. Yeah. And they were kind of nailing it. Everything that they released was great content, totally worth the price. Thinking of Mario Kart here, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome DLC packs. That's an example of how you should do it. Then with the Switch, out the gate, they were just like, Okay, cool, we're gonna keep adding that stuff. The Zelda stuff, they announced it and like it was whatever it was, but at least that they got ahead of it and let you hey, know... Hey, here's the this season pass. Be, here's what this is going to be. Smash, obviously, has been awesome. Mario Odyssey? There was the balloon update? Yeah. How did we not get more worlds? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. That's such a weird thing. Sure, we assume they're making a Mario Odyssey 2 that's similar to a Galaxy 2 situation that they were like, it was going to be an add-on, but then we ended up making
0: a whole game. We, we started making the add-ons. So we had years. so much fun that we did You know, it's
1: been, it's been a long time. So you're saying next year, since, Mario Odyssey 2. I'm, I hope so. Yeah. But uh, so the lack of DLC there was... Interesting, for sure. Uh, I feel like this is an even bigger example of, man, Like this really kind of needed <laughs> a lot <laughs> It needed it's a lot more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and it's like, they're not wrong. It is iconic. I mm-hmm. know if you said the Mario Cactus, but when they're like Pokey, I'm like the fucking horse from Gumby? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's the iconic Pokey. Yeah,
1: that is true. But uh, I feel like Mario Maker 2 would have been in a lot more people's game of the year discussions. Had there mm. been more substantial, sure. DLC if there was a re- because when I first saw the the Nintendo Direct for Mario Maker Two, I called you, Greg Miller, and you I did. was like, "This might be my game of the forever." Yeah, yeah, you, you did. Know? Say that, yeah. And honestly, it has the potential to become that, but it's not that right now. I feel like there's key things that are holding Mario Maker Two back. One of them being the lack of playlists, like like uh, games that people can create. Right, sure. World map. Being able to make, like, here's a game of all the levels that I've made that fit together. People being able to work on making a Mario adventure together. Like, yeah. That would be awesome.
0: You wanted to lean a little bit more towards Little Big Planet, yes. where they started linking levels and doing this stuff. Yeah. Do you want him, Do you, you know, I'm going to bring in the question. That Go you, for c- it. <clears throat> the Sheep Whisper wrote in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can to be part of the show, and says, Good to see you again after such a long holiday break. KFGD Crib. This morning, Nintendo revealed the newest update for Super Mario Maker 2, which includes some interesting things. The most interesting, by far, is the inclusion of a Link transformation. This isn't any old transformation, but almost an entirely playable Link with bombs, bows, shields, and sword attacks. Is it possible that this update is another, more concrete in comparison to the Dragon Builder mode in Link's Awakening? Testbed. So is this possible that this update is another testbed for Nintendo to see if it is possible to create a Legend of Zelda Maker game? No. No. Do you think, though, this is them opening the door to Mario Maker being able to be anything and everything? Like, is, is this... Do you see them trying to make this... As If they're trying to make it... Or you want it to be more like Little Big Planet. Do you think it goes as far that in Mario Maker you're able to make Zelda Dungeons? No. Okay. No, 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 no. And I, it's not more like Little Big Planet.
1: It's just like I want it to just be a pr- actual Mario game maker, not just Mario level maker. Okay, fair. Um, and I think that, that this... What we're seeing in the link here is... All right, let me take a step back. Step Mario back, Maker brother. One had the amiibo characters, where essentially any amiibo you had, you could put in in the eight bit mode. You'd, your Mario would be skinned, yeah, looking yeah. like Pikachu, looking like whatever the hell it was. Add some fun little sound effects or whatever. Um, this is different than that. This is actually like giving new abilities, making it act like Link would right. act. Right. I like to see that. I want to see more, but that's not how Link acts in his games. Good right. Point. Yeah. So it's like it's still just it's a platforming game, and it's not even like platforming like. Zelda 2 even. It's like this is – it's Mario just with different abilities. Like it's this is kind of like Mario if there was a Link power-up. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, With multiple moves, I guess. But I like the gameplay uh, enhancements that that allows. I feel like it's going to allow people to create stages and puzzles based around that. Like even in the trailer, like there was a, a boss fight happening with like four Link's. Working together to fight the boss, and it reminded me a lot of Four Sword Adventures. Mm. And that's really cool. But that's not actually Zelda, though. It's like the, it's the Mario version of that. Yeah, so that's yeah. why I don't think this is like moving towards the, a Zelda maker um, as much as the Link's Awakening dungeon map mode, whatever, was kind of like dabbling in that. But I think that's also an example to me of like why we're not going to see a Zelda maker. Mm. Uh, it's like, I don't I ha, think do it's just like too complicated
0: to, to pitch that. Do you think Mario Maker 2 is underperformed? Like, to where they wanted it to be or what they expected it to be? We'll
1: have to wait till Nintendo puts out its numbers. Yeah. Because, like... Well, will they ever? I mean, this has yeah. to cross the threshold, right, to get there. I mean, it's going to cross that threshold. Okay. I mean, did it sell over a million? Yes, it did. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, Like, yeah. it's it's a 2D Mario game in some have way. Have you
0: been surprised by the sticking power of it? Because Mario Maker, the original Mario mm-hmm. Maker on, on Wii in 3DS, but I'm talking about the Wii U version. Sorry, my Wii U. Felt like that was around forever. Now, granted... I think it was because it was such a new idea and so novel, and we had people like Dan and Patrick going back and forth. And I think that's sure. all it was. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I feel like any argument that Mario Maker 1 is bigger than Mario Maker 2 is just flat out wrong. Because, okay. like, you look at, like, even on Twitch streams now of people playing, like, they're still playing. Yeah. And they're, they're, the community that was at 1 is just trounced by what we have for 2, numbers gotcha. wise, right? Gotcha. And people that are keeping up. This is definitely going to keep that going a bit more. I just think that it could have been something massive yeah. had they kept kept going with it and adding a couple different like key elements that would have prolonged the the life of this game however it's nintendo this game can last forever sure and you know it's it's not going to go on sale it's going to still retail for 60 dollars as a new game and if they keep adding content to it i think that it has more do you think they do
0: do you think they plan it
1: yeah i mean i think this is a why are they doing this this is random right christmas People but are but get why it. why put a link in it? Like that oh. is definitely if you're gonna do that, Grab there's headlines. gonna be more. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like we're gonna get big updates. Like we see with Smash Brothers with the um the with the spirit events and stuff that they add. It's like to promote other game content. Sure. I feel like they'll do that with this as well.
0: Okay. Well then, the fifth everybody. Of December. I said it like you Europeans like, because we were over there a second mm-hmm. ago. Thank you cool. for everybody who came to the Kinda Funny World Tour so meeting in London. It was awesome. It was incredible. We had a great time. So many views? Views, like in favorite. Oh, color. color. Yeah, there are a lot of views over there. It's weird. Uh, Kebabs writes into kindofunny.com of slash wrong. It says, there was a statement made within Nintendo that Super Mario Maker uh, 2 did undersell to their expectations, which they state was due to the lack of post-launch content updates. Uh, Kebabs does not cite his work, so mm-hmm. I have no idea if that's true or false. No. Yeah. Number two, let's talk about well, the one and only Hideo Kojima, who hasn't had a day off since October, he tweeted. He just, re- he just noticed that, because he's having such a good time out there in his world, mm-hmm. too. Uh, this story. is Chris Priestman over at IGN, who is um, um, one of my final Kind of Funny Games dailies of November. I complimented Chris on doing great work, because he gets right on the show all the time, and he continues to be. I'm now making the note, everybody. Chris Priestman, now my number one favorite at IGN. Wow. And that means Per Schneider moves to number two, mm-hmm. Craig Harrison number three. Hideo Kojima, What? Hideo Kojima says he would consider making a sequel to Death Stranding, but it probably wouldn't continue on from the first game. In an interview with Vulture, Hideo Kojima discussed the possibility of working with Norman Reedus again, and that if he did, it could be a sequel to Death Stranding. That said, if he were to start such a project, Kojima says he would, quote, start from zero. Uh, What that presumably means is that a second game wouldn't continue any plot points on from the first game. Perhaps the two games would be connected by sharing the same universe or exploring similar themes instead. Uh, aside from the possible Death Stranding 2, the interview also reveals that w- uh, why Kojima added online components to the game. After watching Martin Scorsese's 1976 film Taxi Driver, Kojima realized that people all over the world feel the loneliness that he did as a kid, that feeling of wanting to alleviate loneliness led to the social strand system. Quote, that's why I added this indirect online connection in the game, so that people will feel it's alright, it's okay, Kojima told Vulture. You're relieved that you're not alone you see other people's footprints and think it's not just me here end quote Kajim also says that the terrifying ocean based imagery in the game seas of tar and giant squid monsters stems from his fright when his late father pushed him out, out in, when his late father pushed him out to the ocean on a boat when he was a kid I see why they would be terrifying Hideo mm. <laughs> just go fun. out there you go that's what it's gonna be well, Tim do you want a Death Stranding too? Oh, would zero. you want it all connects song, baby
1: um, I, I, this is all just headlines for headlines sake news, right? This reminds me a lot of the constant DC movie news where it's like, oh, they're making this, they're making this, they're the making Flash this. That not happened. happening, this is not, Ezra you know, Miller. It's like that, where it's like, I I don't, will he work with Norman Reese again? Probably. Of course. Will there be a Death Stranding 2? I don't know. I hope not.
0: Yeah, I love Death I, Stranding, as and I know you didn't, it didn't click for you. Mm-mm. I love Death Stranding, I love the idea that Kojima is in this new echelon of game designer, developer, director. Yeah. Where legitimately, as he's proven with S-Tranding, it doesn't need to be Metal Gear. Do it can just be a Hideo fun. Kojima game, and everybody's like, oh, but in the same way of Scorsese. And we all know how obsessed, in a good way, Kojima is with movies, right? And how much he loves cinema. I think he sees that too, that he understands, hopefully, that his name is big enough that he can go make another new IP. He can make a different idea. That's the thing. is,
1: like, There's so few developers out there that can have that Magic behind them going into a new IP. Yeah. And I, I hope that the partnership with Sony continues because I feel like it is that type of uh, relationship that allows the creativity and allows just the like, fuck it, let's do something different. We're going to commit to it and we're going to push it. Yeah. We're going to push it as if it's a giant AAA title that everybody should know. And it's Death Stranding. You yeah. know, it's like seeing commercials for that is, is weird. Um, but Sony's committing to it, and I I applaud them for that, and I think that I'd want to see more of that from Kojima of just doing something different, doing something weird. I I prefer it to not be Death Stranding weird, like some different type of weird, but... You want, like, talking cars weird. Yeah, maybe some talking cars, yeah. Uh, But I just also just don't think that Death Stranding 2 is the right call from a
0: marketing perspective. You figure, and I'm talking out of my ass completely, but you figure for him, having done Metal Gear for so long, knowing what it's like to have that franchise yoke around your neck, that to have that freedom to come up with anything, to do Death Stranding, I would think you'd want to move on to the next thing. There's probably mm-hmm. ideas for what you could do with the Death Stranding universe and yada, 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 but I think it'd be cooler, the idea of like, now let's do something completely different.
1: Here's a talking yeah. car. I what I don't want to see is they can do whatever the fuck they want in the Death Stranding universe, because the Death Stranding universe is weird. Yeah. So it's like it could be all oh, parallel universe and it's a totally different style game, totally different thing, but it's Death Stranding. But the beach is still connected, somewhere. Colon, whatever the hell. Yeah. yeah the, but there's still beach stuff. Death Stranding, colon, talking car. And I feel like that is going to hold it back. Like this is one of the I don't want a cinematic universe. That, I guess that's what sure. I'm saying. It's like do something that is its own thing. Sure, there could be a nod, there can be some Easter egg, something Obviously, fun. As But as it's like don't be. make it like this big connected thing where all these games are gonna have to interact because that's where you just get weird for weird sake of like just overly complicated. Focus on one thing, one story. One he likes narrative. It's gonna be narrative driven. Give a good story. Like that good characters, good story. Yep. Agreed. And the Norman Reedus thing though, him wanting to work with him again. Interesting, because when's the last time they worked together? Silent Hills. Yeah. That's like I'd love to see I'd love to see that. You know, and it you can't figure, be Silent Hills, but, like, give me a horror game with Norman Reedus directed by... Cabello. See, that's
0: not even the way I, I want it to go, is that I hope that working with Mads, working with Norman, right, opens this door to other Hollywood types who have now met Hideo, who think he's cool and want to do all these different stuff. Uh, uh, what is it? Dame Ju- Judy Hench, right? Wasn't it, What is her name? Judy Dench? Yeah, that's right. From Fast and Furious. She met him at the fucking thing because no. her son worked on the game. Who was it? Who was the... Helen Mirren from yeah. Fast and Furious. That's who <laughs> Judy I'm Judy Dench
1: of. is from
0: James Bond. Right. Sorry. I'm was she oh right she's yeah. like q now or yeah. whatever right yeah, yeah, yeah well not now always well she was <laughs> what do you mean? she was always in james bond
1: well in the pierce Brosnan ones, right
0: yeah that's true right? but before yeah, I mean, then you know what I mean? like she always has okay not always now if, as somebody who's only seen the one where he goes i thought christmas only came once a year i think i'm doing yeah. pretty good with my knowledge here james yeah, yeah. bond all right yeah. this is judy dance all right you yeah. early life yeah that makes sense okay uh helen mirren mm-hmm. she went to the fucking thing she went to the Hideo Kojima's uh, Death Stranding New York tour with Good Dan for? Reichert. Well, not with him, but they were both there <laughs> because her son Dan works Dan on Riker. music for PlayStation. So now she's met him. She thinks this is all cool. Maybe she's a star of the next game. Mm-hmm. And Norman Reedus is just some. I'd be into that. I, you know, cameo or whatever. Yeah. You know, we don't. I don't. I want I'd this. be down for that too. Let's just let's shake it up a bit. Let's mm-hmm. get a whole bunch of different people up here. I digress. Here we go. Goldeneye was her first role as M. Is what we're finding out here? Yes, it's the Pierce Brosnan era. I'm just saying, there's a lot of fucking Bond before that. I get it, I mean? but like you know, you said all the ones that
1: I grew up with, so they're the only. They ones only in they that. They only on the count. Yeah, yeah, sure, okay.
0: Number three. If you pre-ordered Final Fantasy 7, even though I wrote 8 here for some reason, you might be getting charged. Baird, fix that so it doesn't get copied over like it always does to the uh, description and get me in trouble. Thank you. Uh, an email went out from Square to people who pre-ordered from the Square Enix store, and it reads like this. Dear, whatever your name is, thank you for your pre-order of the Final Fantasy 7 Remake, first class edition PlayStation 4. Pre-orders are typically debited two to three weeks before the shipment date. However, some customers have experienced payment rejections in the past due to ins- insufficient funds or expired credit cards before payment processing leading to pre-order cancellations to ensure that there are sufficient funds in your account the payment processing attempt for final fantasy 7 remake first class edition ps4 will start earlier than usual please expect the first debit attempt to happen during the first week of december if this attempt is unsuccessful there will be additional debit attempts throughout the next few months upon successful payment your order will be secured and is expected to be shipped near the release date of march 3rd 2020 If you would like to expedite your payment process and avoid any potential delays, you can pay for your pre-order now by visiting Purchase History page below. Uh, Click Manage, then Debit Now, blah, blah, blah. blah. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to ask. This seems like a bad thing. Why does it seem like a bad thing, boys? What do you mean, why? Because I'm playing Devil's Advocate, oh, having a conversation okay. on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, fucking having, I'm trying to make content here. Devil's Advocacy <laughs> to this. It's like, yeah, this is really, really bad, really stupid. Why would they ever think that this is okay to do?
0: <laughs> Frank Furner writes in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and says this. Welcome back, Greg and Tim. Last week, Square Enix sent out emails to everyone who pre-ordered the super awesome deluxe whatever-you-call-it version of Final Fantasy VII Remake and said they're going to start charging. A few things to unpack here. The first and foremost is that it's the holiday season you're making this decision in. Unless you're, comf- unless you're making a comfortable earning, you're not going to have an extra $330 lying around to buy this edition outright. Second, we are still months away from release. Why not have this be an optional payment as many people are still saving for it? Third, I can't think of one currently, but this is just mind-boggling that they do this. Yeah. Do you think Square needed a few extra bucks to help get this game finished on time, or do you think it's just a mistimed error? I think it's a mistimed error. Things yeah. don't work that way. Yeah. i like, "Oh, we need more
1: money. <laughs> yeah, let's get something." Um, I I this just doesn't make any sense. Like it's them just trying to secure the money, make sure that they have it. They're a business. That's what happens. Yeah. But having said that, this doesn't make any sense even for the reasoning they're giving where it's just like to make sure that you have the money, but it's like what if you don't have the money later? You know? Well, so you're it's like so head. you just like you're getting charged now you you pay them now for this thing that you're gonna get later yeah it's just like that's that's not how this works that's not how this has ever worked and that's not how it ever will work this is not gonna be a trending thing this is not gonna be happening with other developers
0: and publishers are we being t- like I here's the thing about it I guess are we being when I, when I buy something on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I buy it in advance, and I pay for it in advance. Like when I bought my PlayStation Four, I just paid for it. did put. The, did I not get charged till so it shipped? Is that how it worked? We're cracking up in my personal. Yeah, I guess now. you're bringing up a very good. Point. Mm. Mm. You're bringing up a good point.
1: But Emails slow, yeah. This wasn't like that's how Amazon works. Uh huh. That's not how these pre-orders work. If this was like Fair. clear from the beginning, that would be
0: different. I get a lot of emails from over that, including well, Amazon. And <clears throat> I, I, I would.
2: When you pre order a game months in advance on Amazon, doesn't it usually not charge you until it ships out?
1: That's what we're trying to figure That's out. That's what we're trying to figure out, yeah.
2: I feel like I think I ordered something recently on Amazon, like pre ordered something like in the last year. And I don't remember getting charged until, like, the week before or something like that.
0: Well, here's what I'll do then. I'm going to go uh, opposite direction. I'll open up my credit card statement. Mm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? See, wh- And I order from Amazon all the time. So uh, that'll tell us. Right? And then
2: when you have a second, read all of your credit card information um, mm. out loud,
0: please. <laughs> you're, like, on Skycam watching. <laughs> sure, as well. I'm sure someone here and you're wrong. I'm right? sure you're wrong. It's about to explode without it. Goes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, tagless 02 says stop. Amazon pre-orders don't charge yeah. until it ships. Okay, cool. Then.
1: Then, yeah. So uh,
0: Alex Russ, Zero Syndicate, says, Square does this for collector's editions so they don't generate more than they need and re- and reopen pre-order options for those on a wait list. They did this with Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. However, that was about a month before release. Normal editions were charged closer to release.
1: That's where this gets weird, is that this is a super special edition that is limited and it's going to sell out no matter what, yeah. where it's a hot ticket item that they don't need to try to sell. So I can understand the argument of them trying to allocate how many they actually have the other side of that is who the fuck cares like if people pre-ordered they pre-ordered and then later if they don't get charged then you have extra ones put them on sale they will they will sell
0: sure but isn't that the same thing that at, how how quickly are you putting on pre-orders i understand what they're trying to do here I, too. I i think it's a i think it's i don't think it's a money grab i think as we're saying just poorly timed not thinking it through and when i first read about this right I was like, who cares? And then when it's like, oh, it's $330, I'm like, ah, I get what you're saying now. That makes yeah. more sense, especially in Christmas, especially at the end of the year, especially all these different things.
1: You need to know – you need to be able to expect when your bank account is going to shift and change. 100%. And that's the only thing that I find egregious about this. If they straight up said like, hey, you're going to be charged
0: as you order this, right. then that's a totally – And that's the thing. problem is that there's no way to opt out right? It's saying, hey, the first week we're going to try to do this. If it doesn't work, we'll keep trying later. It's like, well, I don't want it to work right now. Mm -hmm. I understand Square's side of it, of like, I'm sure they've been burned probably with things like Shadowbringers, right? Where it's like, they've done this, they go to charge, let's say 10%, that's probably high, 5%, 10%, 7% don't actually go through. And then it's this rigmarole of Hey, your thing gonna go through? Did you even see the email? Is it is it attached? Is it then an angry email from you or call of why didn't you get it? And I have to say that your card got declined. Then we have to do it again, and the card still gets declined. It's all this other work, and then like you're saying, in the end, that one or that seven or two percent, right? They don't end up paying at all. So you just go back and resell it. Now you're selling it after the release date. You're selling it after the hype. You're you don't, you you're sitting on all these orders that you wanted for a three hundred dollar edition that you wanted to get out, but people already bought the regular edition. Here's the thing, though, is like I
1: I feel like that's just not the reality of this situation, where even if it was a year after, people are still going to want the special edition, because like it is the collector's edition thing that they're trying to get. They will sell out. That's not going to be an issue at all if you can get it for retail, because there's going to be people buying it on eBay for way more, right? Yeah. So there's so many systems in place, and obviously I'm boiling this down, but it's like, the all the rigmarole and stuff that's automated stuff that's just like oh the it got declined an email goes out to you another email the third email can say hey you're you're losing this yeah. you know what i mean and like that's totally normal business that's how things work so i feel like that would be just the better way to do it and then put it back on the the market once those things get declined
0: yeah i think the biggest thing right is when you go to click on the buy button for this or pre-order button in this situation it needs to tell you hey this yeah. is where we're gonna try to take it that's by. it if they did that it fix it no big deal but yeah. like we're all saying this is poorly timed and a weird choice and it sucks for the holidays that's when you're gonna hit around this
1: yeah
0: i digress barrett i haven't decided have you been naughty yet only for you greg thanks buddy number four PlayStation is celebrating its 25th anniversary tomorrow. Jim Ryan, president and CEO of SIE, put this up right on the PlayStation blog. Over the past 25 years, PlayStation has stood at the forefront of gaming, and I'm honored to have been a part of this team since its early days. As I was helping set up the business in Europe, I remember having to start from scratch with many things, from hiring employees to ordering furniture. Back then, we focused on catering to local markets to ensure that a gamer in Poland would feel a part of the broader PlayStation community just as much as someone in the UK or Japan or the U.S. Supported by passionate fans all around the world, uh, our business has grown significantly and our focus on community is more important than ever. That's why they're bringing back PSX. Just kidding, he didn't write that. Uh, <laughs> it's truly humbling to see fans who grew up on, the play- on PlayStation passing down their love of gaming to their children who are now playing on PlayStation 4. On behalf of all of us at PlayStation, thank you for taking this journey with us. We can't wait to celebrate what comes next with you. What comes next with you? It feels like yesterday, man. We were just talking about this PSX twenty
1: fourteen. It must have been yeah, where they announced the PlayStation One colored PS Four yeah, the twentieth for the twentieth anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's that just seems like yesterday, man. Like yeah. that, it's just crazy trying to get it on the show floor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's crazy how how. We've come in this generation of PlayStation and how far PlayStation's come. Like, we've looked at it for years of Nintendo being this massive IP that has so many IP that can play together in Smash Brothers and these characters mean something. Yeah. And how, you know, when PlayStation Battle Royale came out, it was kind of like, who the awesome? Who, this is no, just not a full uh, copy of Smash. It, for it's the shit it's just, man. just like, who are these people? Why don't you have the iconic? You it's knew like, totally. oh, because PlayStation, uh, focused so much on third parties that they didn't own that like their characters like Crash and Spyro or Snake and Cloud aren't theirs. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now they're all Smash Brothers. (laughs) But um, we look in it now I feel like over those five years that's totally changed. It's totally shifted. Like from the end of the PS3 into the PS4, it's like, PlayStation now has so many iconic characters, so many iconic IP, so many just iconic gaming moments, memories, like the DualShock is iconic. So much about PlayStation is just as important to video games as anything Nintendo's ever done. Yeah, And I, I just think that that's crazy of like how much that can change in five years.
0: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want your PlayStation memories. Write them into patreon.com slash kind of funny games. We'll go through it tomorrow on the celebration on the day of the 25th anniversary. Uh, Tim, it'll be me and Imran tomorrow. Ooh. So I'll save mine for then. But for you, yeah. when you think of PlayStation, 25 years of PlayStation, what stands out for you? Crash Bandicoot
1: pers- Warped because it is the most iconic <laughs> fucking PlayStation game. Yeah! Yeah. You guys could pretend that our, our games cast from two weeks ago, the most iconic PlayStation games, was in celebration of
0: this. Hey, uh, Barrett, yeah, repromote re- that tomorrow. Do you want me to? Do I slack it to you? You will you remember that? I'll slack. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah.
1: No. I mean, seriously. I, I feel like Crash Bandicoot Warped was such a huge moment because it was the first Crash game that I was like anticipating the release of. Like, I had I had one and two already. Like like when I got the PlayStation, and it was just like, oh my god, this new one's coming out. And that was the commercials. That was the Hey Plumber Boy. Like all yeah, that. Yeah. And that was such a big moment where it. it Forever had been Nintendo and Sega, and it felt like PlayStation was this like new cool thing. Crash Bandicoot, man. yeah, Crash in.
0: Bandicoot, and the graphics—they were so yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I remember being such a Sega fanboy, and this is this isn't a positive PlayStation memory. So I'll share being such a Sega fanboy that when Poe and I went over to our friend's house, Patrick, another Patrick, who had a PlayStation, he was playing Game Day, and I remember when like the icons for Circle, Square, Cross, X, all that popped up, and I remember like what the fuck is this? And I was like, I was making fun of the buttons. Yeah, God, fanboys are stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, but PC gaming, that's where the real dumb guys go. Ah, uh, so yeah. PlayStation Memories, patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You all have homework to do. Ah, uh, Tim, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what these memories are all about. Oh, man, but day. the memories are still so far away. It's true. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops. Where would i go? The official list of upcoming
1: software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday.
0: do 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 yeah. Out today. Tracks on PlayStation 4, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine on PlayStation 4, and Saga, Scarlet Grace, Ambitions, PlayStation 4, and Switch. Wow. Deals of the day? It's Cyber Monday. There's a million deals out there. Open, open your, your eyes. I, wrote, <laughs> I literally wrote, it's Cyber Monday, open your eyes. Yeah. I went to IGN, deals, all, the whole page. GameSpot, whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different ones for um, the Switch going around, I see. Yeah. In terms of, you can finally get a discount on a Switch Lite on Amazon. Mm. You can get, uh, I think if you order the Mario Kart bundle, which is the old Switch with the not great power, uh, you get a 128 gigabyte memory card free. Wow. There's like discounts There's, It's all over. It's Cyber Monday. Get out there. You can get of
1: course, $30 off of a Keurig. 30 or 3 30 Okay.
0: I did that. Oh, nice. Uh, also remember, kindofunny.com slash store, Cyber Monday sale right there. 25% there off. Get out there. Have some fun, kids. Uh, Tim. Yes. Now it's time for reader mail. Mm-hmm. You can write in, of course, to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where you can get the show ad-free. Speaking of ads, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by hymns. You've heard us talking about this problem for a while. You know what we're going to say. 66% of men start to lose their hair by the age of 35, and once you start to notice it, it can be too late. Be like Kind of Funny's Nick Scarpino and Andy Cortez. They noticed their thinning hair, and they went to four hymns. What's four hymns, you might say? It's a one-stop Solution. You go there. You can get all sorts of stuff. Uh, you can get uh, skin loss. Or no, no, that's not right. Hair loss. Skin loss means hair loss. <laughs> uh, skincare hair loss sexual illness for men uh, thanks to science baldness can be optional hymns is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and Fda approved products to help treat hair loss these aren't snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements these are prescription solutions backed by science uh, you can go there and avoid all the uh, awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines for hims connects you to real doctors online which could save you hours completely confidentially and discreetly you answer a few quick questions the doctor reviews it and if they determine it's right for you they can pres- you medication to treat hair loss that is shipped directly to your door this holiday season let it grow let it grow let it grow. Oh my God! Hems. You like that?
1: Thank you, Hims.
0: Try Hims today by starting out with a free online visit. Go to 4 slash games daily. That's f o r h i m s. dot com slash games daily. Forhims. com slash games daily. Uh, these are, of course, prescription products. They're subject to doctor's approval and they require the online consultation with a physician to determine if they are right for you. See the website for full detail and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to a person or a doctor's office. So. Instead, go to 4 slash gamesdaily next it's tipsy elves it's oh. officially the holidays and no party is complete without getting your ultra festive holiday clothing from tipsy elves tipsy elves is the one-stop shop for all your holiday clothing needs they sell one-of-a-kind christmas sweaters dresses family pajamas and onesies that will transform your holiday party into an unforgettable experience you will be the life of the party just like josh mccuga reveal your hilarious <laughs> holiday alter ego and score bragging rights by having the best christmas sweater at the party uh of course i'm wearing one right now there you are my Santa suit is from Tipsy Elves. You too could be like Greg Miller. Yes, and it's every true. day in
1: December wear your Santa outfit. You
0: could, yeah. Uh, no BS. I really like the suit. It's really good. It fits great. I think it's a great quality. I'm excited to have it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to wear it. I'm excited to put I'm excited the in it. Excited for you, Greg. Thank you. You can wear it anytime you want. Okay. You want to wear it and right I'll get naked right here. Maybe not, this is not the dream. right now, but maybe okay. Later. Fine. Uh, they have hilarious designs. Uh, of course, they have sweaters that'll have everybody at the party laughing, everything's comfortable. Uh, interactive sweaters skip the small this you can skip the small talk and bring the fun to the party. Uh, from drinking game sweaters to tacky tinsel and lights, these sweaters are the ultimate icebreakers. See, lights that's something I, I'm more into. You want some lights in your show? I want sweater? some lights, I want to light up.
1: Okay, great. Light up like a diamond.
0: Uh, Tipsy Elves have done the shopping for you for White Elephant Gifts. They have an all new, carefully curated white elephant gift section. These gifts are hilarious. Uh, say snow thank you to boring this Woo-hoo, year. Whoa, guys! Try one of the hilariously awesome designs from Tipsy Elves. Go to tipsy slash games right now for twenty percent off your entire order. That's tipsy slash games for twenty percent off today. Today, today. Tipsy Elves, one of our the OG kind of funny sponsors. They've been around we a long appreciate time. You. That uh, sweater Kevin has of the minute or Centaur. Santa, Santa Santar, yeah, yeah, that he Santar. wears all the time, that's yeah, yeah. That's Santa. half Santa, half horse, and then our final sponsor of the day, Manscaped. Uh, support for Kind of Funny Games Daily comes from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers or Manscaped offers precision engineer, tools for your family jewels. Mine are looking good, Greg. Mine too. Right before London, I was like, I'm
1: going abroad. My balls need to look right, and now they're looking good, both of them.
0: Okay. Uh, Jingle balls on the walls, fellas. Listen up. We're three for three on the puns, baby. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. We're talking about Manscaped. Perfect Package 2.0. Uh, this uh, includes their lawnmower 2.0. It has proprietary advanced skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. Tim, have you ever nicked or snagged your nuts with this? Too many times. Not with no, this. No, oh, not with this. With this. With this.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. So far, I've been having a great time, man. Again, Things no been...
0: BS. I'm the exact same way. It's, it works great. You don't have to worry about it. I thought and it was. I've like...
1: been nicked before. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It bleeds real bad. And you don't want to be nicked. Mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: Uh, the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer Andy, have been using that you already put your uh, deodorant on your armpits why not put it a uh, deodorant on the smelliest part of your body and yes your balls stink tim mm-hmm. later i'd like to smell your balls okay they're stinky well did you put the deodorant no not yet oh then no i don't want to do it jeez uh, i thought you said you've been using it andy oh all right make a note slack andy see if i can smell his balls then uh, tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GAMES at Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GAMES at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code GAMES, clean up your nuts, and make Santa proud this year. Hell yeah. Let's see what the kids have to say. I want to answer some kid questions, Greg. Stale Savior a new name that I don't recognize. Welcome to patreon.com slash kind of funny (laughs) games with pictures circulating of the PlayStation five dev kits outside of the original leak. What are your guys thoughts on the potential design of the console? Dev kits rarely ever reassemble, resemble, I apologize, uh, the final product, but this seems almost optimized for airflow, which has been a serious issue Mm -hmm. in Sony's history. So, I think that it could handle what they're going for. Also, you guys think that more companies using these dev kits means that game links, leaks for what's coming to PlayStation 5 could come in the near future? Barrett, can you Google real quick and throw up what he's talking about? The PlayStation 5 dev kit leak. If you haven't seen it or you're an audio listener, imagine a big old V. Oh, we can't do it right now? No big deal. Imagine a big old V, right? It's it's shaped like that. Uh, What I had read online uh, from people talking about this was that it's built this way uh, so that they can be stacked on top by developers using it. Because the idea is that the V center, right, is going to blow the air out that way, and then the sides blow it out the other Mm. way rather than have to blow it out the top. I think they're
1: just like, we want the console to look like the boomerang controller. That's like true too. That is true too. To, you're to right. Record. You're right. You're right. I don't think this is a hint at what's going on. Of course not. No. The, the, the PS5 is going to be sleek and sexy. It's going to rival the look of the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox One X. Yeah. Which uh, we've been seeing a, a, a trend going away from simplicity consoles of simplicity. yore. They used to just be like the fun machine, the Nintendo 64. It's like. And it was a fun machine. No more curves. No more. We want some
0: hot angles you know? Yes, we clean want angles. Box. Yeah. We want this thing box. to look like control. Yes. We want it to be fucking sleek and right under there. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I saw this going around and people flipping out about it and I, I mean over the break even where I was just like, I don't get it. Like I don't get why we're talking about it. Because if you remember, look at p- the dev kit of any system ever, dude. When I w- when I would get demos for anything PlayStation related, and I go there and, uh, and see them, they always just look like the Avid boxes, mm-hmm. which are just big old big old blocks that had a silver front to them. It's like why yeah. even get? Ben a- they had a PlayStation logo on it, sure, but like, I this doesn't show us anything or tell us anything about the design of the things. Yeah. Really. Not about the design. It does tell us. That games are being worked on. Not, oh, yeah. Not um, rocket science.
1: We knew that. Yeah. But it's exciting to see. It's exciting to see these in the wild. And it, it's just, I love that this is where the fun begins to quote Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith.
0: How, how, if we, how, less we forget.
1: I, I love that we're, we're gonna start getting that kind of like, oh, these guys are working on Xbox stuff. These guys are working on PlayStation stuff. Just a little, the little buzz. Will this lead to game leaks? Eventually, that's yeah, how yeah, yeah. it works. Um, but that's fun, you know? Yeah. Of course. Like, a year from now, it's now December 2nd. A year from now, we will have both next-gen Can consoles. Can you believe it? Like, that's crazy. My this God. This next year is about to be insane in terms of new information, leaks, rumors, crazy shit going on. Ghost we're going is- to we're gonna know what the design looks like. We're going to know what the controller looks like.
0: What I'm excited. The, did you see the DualShock 5? <laughs> yeah, then update. Like, they did the patent, and then they showed the other thing. You yeah,
1: know, yeah. It's It looks more like the PS3 controller, yeah. but with
0: it. Do the PS4 controller? I'll believe, it all, I it. I'll yeah, believe it, it all when I see it. I'll believe it all when I see it. That's my thing. Is that at this point I'm not holding my breath for nothing, and I don't care about nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Barrett was able to make it work, as you can see here. If you're a, a visual listener, <laughs> visual listener. Yeah, they you know what I mean. Hit. Okay, uh, there you go. So yeah, see, the idea is that you could stack them up, is what I've heard. and Then the air gets blown out around it. I assure you that it's not anything what the PlayStation 5 will look like. Do you think it's right there? P- you can see actually to the uh, the left there or the right. God, I'm so stupid. Those are the PS3 and PS4 dev kits right there, right? So I mean, uh, that's what you were talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. This is like giant avid systems. Actually, I think it's a. I don't know about that top one. The one below it is a PlayStation Four. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you think it's a right. V
1: because it's yeah. like the PS Five Roman numeral five man?
0: Damn guys, maybe this is V the design. will come too. Maybe it is the design. You know what I mean? I, I mean, who like, knows? Be cool. <sighs> what do I want to go next with you? Let's go to Bilbo Baggins's. Wow. Bilbo writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can and says, hope you all had amazing breaks and vacations and are set up and pumped for the holiday craziness that is nigh upon us. Speaking of holidays, Gregway, uh, I could use your help. If there are no other messages worthy of your time, they're not. It's You talk about the holiday craziness. That was November. December's like we're all just here if it's like December's planning for the next year. Senioritis around here in the video game industry. Nobody's Mm -hmm. got anything to say. (laughs) Ah if the I've never owned an Xbox. Been a PlayStation pony boy forever. I also own a Switch and adore it. But with Xbox One S digital currently on sale, my interest has been piqued. I've loved reading and hearing about Microsoft's recent moves and have gotten curiouser and curiouser. I'm tempted to grab a 1S Digi for $150 and sample all the sweetness that Game Pass is currently providing. I just need to know, is it worth pulling the trigger? I'm an avid gamer, love learning about developing Love learning about developing games, and am an actor working hard to mocap and vo- do to do vo- mocap and voiceover in games. So I love understanding and exploring di- different ecosystems. And the one hundred dollar and fi- one hundred fifty dollar price point seems like a perfect fit for Xbox. It seems like these sorts of offers, uh, Phil Spencer and Microsoft, are getting people like me to listen. Do I answer this angelic clarion call, or do I wait to see what the PlayStation Five and Scarlet are going to bring in twenty twenty?
1: I really think that it, it comes down to, do you have an extra 150? But more than that, do you have time? Yeah. Do you have time right now where you're are you itching to play some more games? Because there is a huge backlog of experiences you haven't had if you haven't been in the Xbox ecosystem. Sure. Which would be a great time now to before the craziness starting in March next year for these next three four months to pay 150 dollars get the crazy deals for game pass guess what next week there's probably going to be a game pass deal during game awards there always is yeah so you get the get the deal and then you're gonna have three four months to play through the halos play through the forzas play through the gears whatever I, it I
0: is. don't even think that that's the value I think of anymore when I think of it for 150 bucks and get game pass right of like Play through Outer Worlds, play through Outer Wilds, right? That's on there. Uh, Play through After Party. Like, there's so many amazing games that are on there right now that are current and new. Like, I feel like it saves you the money of going out and buying those games piecemeal.
1: But he has a PlayStation, he has a Switch. So like, you gotta imagine, like he's already sure, but you playing think those games.
0: Well, no, I don't think so. That's my thing. And I think the power of Game Pass is that it is that sampler platter, platter where you look at our after party and you're like, all right, it reviewed pretty well, but I haven't heard any buzz about it and nobody's talking about it. But it seems like it might be my kind of game, but I really don't wanna spend 15, 20 bucks or whatever. Is it even more than that? I'm not even sure what the retail is on after party. Uh, mm, mm. I don't know. And so you do this at 150, and suddenly the door is open to all these games that you can jump in and be like, Critics, we're all right, middling on whatever this is. Jump in and try it, and see if it's for you, and get out and keep going that way. Let alone catch up on things you've missed from the 360 era.
1: I feel like, regardless whether it's for the Xbox ecosystem games or yeah. it is for these like newer like third party titles, I feel like you're going to get hooked to Game Pass, and you're going to be a Xbox gamer, next generation. Even if that just means in addition to Sony and, and Switch, even if you don't buy the Xbox One X, and you just I'm just going to use Game Pass and X Cloud, whatever they end up figuring out. Yeah. Um, but that is what. <laughs> Xbox and Microsoft are really trying to gear towards yeah. right now. And $150 entry point, like, essentially it's $150 right now to be able to have one a, a one-up year on Xbox games that I think was is totally worth it if you have the means. For, but more so if you have the time.
0: For Yeah, I, I think you nailed it with time. How, what, what are you hoping to accomplish with this? What, how many games are you looking to play with it and go off that? Yeah. Based on the little bit we know from this, I would say yeah. I would totally say yeah. If you're interested, if your curiosity is peaked, I think $150 is such a low barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. Why not? Pull the trigger and jump in. And like, oh, should I wait and see what Xbox and PlayStation are going to have at the end of the year? I can tell you what they're going to have at the end of the year. Yeah. They're going to have the same services, better graphics, and a few exclusives on each one of them. And, not, and probably, honestly, not even that many exclusives at launch. It'll be a few the the promise of what's coming. Mm-hmm. I think you could do this and ride this out the entire year, and then really in twenty twenty one get serious about okay. I'm waiting for this PlayStation Five, this Xbox uh, Scarlet exclusive. What is it going to be? Where am I getting into? Not that I'm not saying there's gonna be good shit at launch on either of those systems. Again, if Horizon Two is a PlayStation Five title, I'll eat my hat. I won't. I hope it is. I be- I want to believe. I want to believe Tim. Yeah, but like, I think you should do it. Pull the trigger. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Riot goes Jingle. Another brand new name, I do believe. Uh, Patreon.com slash kindoffunnygame says, Greg, congratulations on the Borderlands 3 Platinum this weekend. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Platinum 106, no big deal. Uh, I've always been dubbed an achievement horror by my friends and love collecting them. I have to hand it to PlayStation for having the better tracking slash reward system, though. Getting a Platinum trophy actually feels like a reward for exploring everything a game has to offer. While on Xbox, there's no fanfare, no pop-up, no badge, nothing. It pops up and says you got the achievement. Oh, I see what you mean, but it's not like, boom, a 1,000. I digress. My question is this. What does Xbox need to do to take achievements to the next level? And do you think they'll make any of those changes when Scarlet comes around next holiday? My suggestion would be utilizing the already implemented profile badge system to add badges for completed games as well. Tim? Yeah. You love to exist in this Xbox ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Every time I say, hey, well, you want to play this game? You say, yeah, get me an Xbox code. I'm playing an Xbox it's one. It's less
1: one. Xbox ecosystem and more. Just, I just want to play the game. I'm not in the ecosystem at all. Every time I boot up the Xbox, I'm like, what am I doing right now? Every fucking time, Greg. Every time? Uh, yeah. It's like going through the menu. I'm just like, I don't, I don't understand this. I don't understand this layout at all. Um, with this, it's weird because I feel like the achievements are obviously working. People, There are the hunters out there. They they love getting the, the gamer scores and stuff. And I feel like it's a subjective thing about what gives you a better experience. Because I feel like there's something about the gamer score that
0: Well, it's one of those things where I think people have their horse in the race and that's it. Mm-hmm. Where I think, you know, I'm surprised that he's saying here, uh, and I am surprised that they are saying here, right, that, I th- that they think uh, Xbox does it better. Because I think oftentimes you hear people don't say that about it. And I, and I think once – and I can't speak for everybody. Dunham does it both ways where he gets an achievement and a trophy every day, which I think is crazy. That's insane. And I'm invested in one ecosystem, right, where it's like I understand PlayStation. I like the Platinum. I like what's going on. So I think you know, wherever you are, it makes sense and it works for you. But we need somebody who, who would speak to Xbox about this. Mm-hmm. Hold on.
1: Who could this possibly be? Phil Spencer himself?
0: Phil Spencer himself, I don't know. Is he a big, a a trophy or achievement whore? You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Hello? Ray Navarez Jr., twitch.tv slash brown man. You are on Kind of Funny Games Daily. How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm honored to be here.
0: Uh, We have a question that we need an Xbox achievement expert for, and that, I assume, is you. I, I am, I'd like to think I'm one of those. All right, go for it. I'm going to read the entire question. Well, first off, this, this guy is saying that he thinks uh, he's, he's an Xbox achievement whore as well. He says that okay. PlayStation makes a better deal out of the platinum. Like, when you get a 1,000 points in, a, in an Xbox game, there's no fanfare, whereas, you know, you get one big trophy on PlayStation. Would you agree that they, the PlayStation trophies do fanfare better? Uh, I
2: would agree, yes. Like getting a platinum trophy is uh, pretty hype. Uh, Xbox doesn't have anything like that. You kind of get the last achievement, and you're like, oh, it's over. That's pretty much it. Getting the Platinum Trophy is kind of like very significant. It's iconic, and I kind of wish Xbox had something like that. Okay,
0: great. And then here's the actual question, all right? This is Riot Goes Jingle. What does Xbox need to do to take achievements to the next level? And do you think they'll make any of those changes for when Scarlet comes around next holiday? My suggestion would be utilizing the already implemented profile badge system to add badges for completed games as well. Ray Navarez Jr., brown man on Twitch. What would you like to see Xbox achievements look like on Scarlet? How could they make it better?
2: I, would, I mean, they're already taking steps with things like uh, achievement tracking and uh, even things on your dashboard letting you know what achievements you're close to. So they're taking steps in the right direction. Uh, a badge system would be great, a way to display your completions, if you will. I think on the 360, one of the dashboards that actually showed you how many completions you had, which was a cool feature, but they did remove it. Um, I think a, 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 a Xbox version of a platinum trophy would be cool,
0: yeah. And uh, just just a way to signify or to, to show your completions without
2: someone having to use like other websites or really go digging for it. Uh, I mean, it is very very niche achievement hunting as it is, so I'm not sure it will happen. But it would be a cool feature, nonetheless. You know, I'm, I'm very happy if they do add something for you know all 15 achievement hunters left.
0: And that was what I was going to say. Do you feel that achievement hunting has gotten like? it's not as much of a big deal as it was when i remember when it first happened on xbox everybody was about it. it seemed like everybody talked about it and now obviously there's so many other things going on i feel and it's been around so long you don't hear about it in the same breath like we used to yeah
2: no it's definitely uh it's definitely died down a lot especially with how easy games have gotten since a lot of indie games now uh same, same on playstation too i think the way it's better or i guess worse depending how you look at it with playstation because you could stack it with regions and the psp and stuff love it uh,
0: there, uh yeah a gamer score isn't as hard as it used to be you can get you know a thousand gamer score a platinum trophy in like 20 minutes with some indie games so sure. it's kind of lost its cluster we're um, gotten better but, we're gotten better
2: oh yeah <laughs> um but you know i i still enjoy it and the the people i still talk to um you know the, the group i uh work on achievements with we're still fans of it obviously but yeah i agree it's definitely died down a lot because you know it was was a cool thing when it first happened but now
0: you know it's just kind of lost its luster and like you said there's a lot of other things going on so okay what
1: What is is your gamer score now
0: uh uh, wow almost 1.3 million damn (laughs) you're a real man and i like it
2: yeah yeah, I would love to touch a woman at some
0: point in my life. But <laughs> achievements are more important. Oh yeah, you got to be streaming those achievements all the time. I understand. Yeah, I do. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Your fiance's sitting offside. Like, come on, can we finish this? Stop playing Rugrats Adventure. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ray, we love you very much. You're, we we still got to talk today about you coming out here in January. Yes, absolutely. Uh, have a good rest of your show, and uh, I love you guys very much. We love See you, man. You. Bye, man. Take care. Bye. What a nice. Well, there you man. go. Go over there, Twitch.tv/slash/BrownMan. Support Ray. An up-and-coming streamer, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think right now it's somewhere like Gary Witta's in the top echelon, uh, Ray's in that second tier, and then Andy's all the way at the bottom. All the way the bottom. You down. know what I mean? Where That's are we really in that tier? <laughs> oh, shit. Us? I, 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 we're nowhere. <laughs> it's not even worth putting kind of funny games on. But if you do have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, and we'd love if you pulled your car over and linked those accounts and gave us your free 30 days. Yeah, Pull it over to the Pull side, it. not into the medium. Here's what I'm going to say, too. You're on the highway? Just stop. Put on your flashers. God. Everybody understands. Everybody no. gets what's happening. And not no to mention, probably the majority of cars around you are also listening to this show at the exact same the majority spot. majority of cars. <laughs> <laughs> are they Fuck. cars from Hideo Kojima's game? Yeah, exactly. Oh, That's Lord. your ending, colon car, talking car. Uh, it's time to squad up. This is where one of you writes in to patreon.com slash Funny Games. You. Tell me your name, username, platform of choice, why you need help in a game. I read here. The best friends come and find you. Everybody plays games together. T- today, Ziger? Z- Zigerion. Z-I-G-E-R-I-O-N Z- needs help on Xbox. Hello? I'm asking Kind of Funny best friends to come and try out Battleborn for Squad Up. We have family and friends private matches every weekend. We welcome anyone who's new... Or old returning player to help this dying game. Uh, and it has a nice learning curve to the multiplayer if you're into the hero slash, sh- hero shooter slash melee. We usually play at nighttime during the weekends, so shoot me a message if you want to get in. Smile. And then he does a smile emoji. There you go. Hell yeah. So hit up Z I G E R I O N if you want to play some Battleborn on Xbox. Nice boy. Because why not? Uh, Tim, mm-hmm. we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roostertooth.com, podcast service around the globe. Uh, Alex Russ says for Shadowbringers, they made three attempts before canceling the order altogether. They were spread out enough that it covered a couple biweekly pay dates that's not wrong i don't think that was... okay and kebab says xbox achievements do have a grander achievement pot for when you get a rare achievement okay so there you go I don't like. Uh, I liked achievements on 360. Mm-hmm. I liked how they did it. Uh, Xbox One. I feel like they buried them in menus. I don't seem as much, not as big a deal. And they're a big yeah. deal to me. Yeah, it's still real to me. I think right?
1: that that's the that's the whole thing, though. I know. It's not a big deal to most people. I
0: know, and they won't be probably going forward. You know? I
1: just think that they've become a, just a feature of video games. Sure, and it's just like that. There are the communities
0: that really care. Yeah, there are. Right, yeah. and I feel like played Beat Saber on Oculus Quest last night. God, it broke my heart. Like I should be getting this. Should be working yeah. towards my PlayStation VR yeah. g- trophy goals. Just a better experience though. Uh, let's talk about who's hosting the rest of the week Uh, tomorrow it'll be me and Imran Khan the former informer Wednesday Mm -hmm. a very special guest Blessing Jr. making his return to the show exactly an up and comer in town he's going to be hosting with Gary Witta Uh, and then Thursday it's going to be me in GameSpots Mike Maharty and then Friday me, Greg Miller, and Imran. We will be doing that show at nine thirty. If you're watching live, Early thirty show. minute earlier start time, because I'll be going down to LA to be on Naomi Kyle's caffeine show. Fantastic. What a week! What a week, everybody! In Gamescast Thursday, two p.m. Uh, with me, uh, Fran, Tim. Hold yes. on, I want to see if I can confirm a special guest because I so I, oh. I didn't even tell you about this. No, because this know. is this is one of those that I like, came through. I'm like, probably never happened, so I didn't bother mentioning it because huh. they were trying to get in on Wednesday. I was like, well, what if we do the next day? Uh, and I still don't have anything there, so we'll see what happens. But if, if, if this happens, a game's cast you can't miss. Wow. And if it doesn't happen, you can miss. This you can not miss. No, no, no. 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 Oh. Uh, uh, I beat a Pokemon every day. I know. I was, uh, Do you want to hear me talk about I, a fucking I'm debating,
1: Pokemon? I'm debating making this episode Pokemon Sword and Shield review.
0: You got to fucking get your ass together then. You know what I mean? I'm five gyms in. Okay, fucking beat it, man. I think I'm going Do to Do you even fun. know? Tell me how much you hate Hop because until you fucking hate Hop, you don't know Pokemon Sword. Hop Shield. Sucks. He fucking sucks. He's really the does. worst. Why are you still here? What? I beat you
2: all the time when you lose all the time. It, like the game's trying to make you feel bad for beating him, but I
1: find so Twist much the knife. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah. Fuck that kid.
0: Fuck that kid <laughs> there's indeed. A, there's a plot twist with him though. I didn't see it coming. But whatever, we'll tell about that oh, yeah, later. I saw it all coming. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you'd like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games with your 25th uh, PlayStation anniversary memories from those entire 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, you can get the show everywhere podcast services youtube.com slash kind of funny games uh no matter where you get it please like subscribe share do all that jazz it helps us out a lot uh pull your car over if you're you try to block the highway and then get out and be like no one passes until you subscribe if you know what i mean <laughs> if you follow any of this advice it will not hold up in court so don't no. try to sue me you know what i mean because i look like santa <sighs> Wow. ladies and gentlemen here? until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you